0: extreme and now your hosts Scott and Jenna Squires you want
1: the dirt on rock and roll you got it
2: hey guys and gals how's everybody doing I'm Scott Squires. I am one of the hosts of Tulsa Music Stream, and this is episode 91. We'll be joined with Joey Belladonna from Anthrax here shortly. We like to come on a little bit soon, a little bit earlier, just to kind of get all the stuff out of the way before they come on and uh, tell you guys all about our YouTube page. Um, Make sure you subscribe. Hit subscribe on that and hit like. That always helps us out we want to get to a thousand we're close to 700 so if you could hit subscribe on that that we would really appreciate that and um as always um facebook we are also on twitter and twitch which is now twitter's x so um we're also on uh podcast platforms like spotify iHeartRadio, radio amazon um as well as all of our apple itunes and all that good stuff so uh Yeah, Apple Podcasts, and here's Jana, and this is episode 91.
3: Yep. good evening, thank you for tuning in tonight to Tulsa Music Stream. It looks like Joey is getting in the room, connecting to the room as we speak. So we are gonna sit tight and wait for them just a moment as they connect. Um, I see their connection, but we will give them time to get the audio all set up. Uh, like Scott said, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. That you you guys are really helping us grow that thing very quickly, and I see Joey and Krista on. Joey, can you hear us okay?
1: Yeah. How about how about that? Can you hear me all right? You, yeah. You
3: sound fantastic. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to put you on screen right now all right there he is we appreciate you being with us tonight so much before we get into your story Joey I I do want to give special thanks to Krista she has been an absolute joy and delight to work with and uh, just super hi There she is Uh, I was hoping you'd come on and say hello to us tonight
1: She always she's always here to help out anyhow because we think alike talk a lot together so
3: love it well it's, it's good to meet both of you how you doing Krista
0: I'm great. Thanks, you guys. Thanks for the opportunity. You really appreciate it. We appreciate
3: you. Man, I I can just tell from my dealings with you all in the email, you're good people. And we're going to get right into this because we have a lot to cover with you, Joey. And I think a a logical place to start is, um, you know, there's a lot of excitement around your Journey Tribute Band called Beyond Frontiers. Let me make sure. Yeah, I've got that unmuted. Okay, very good. We got in fast, so I want to make sure everything's set up properly. Let's talk about Beyond Frontiers. Um, You know, we've seen the videos. You guys sound spot on. This is what a tribute band is supposed to sound like. Tell us how you got involved with this project and and what you guys uh, have going on right now and what you have coming up.
1: Well, I mean the overall project's been something I would have loved to have done for years ago, but it's just trying to find the right right group, you know, to to make the the right process take hold, you know, because yeah. need some dedication, and you need people that are really into the music and have time to learn everything properly and all that stuff. So I mean we uh together, uh Chris and I were on a cruise one time, um, I can't remember when it was. It was before COVID. Keyboard keyboard player Doug Carter was on there, and uh, him and I we did a acoustic Journey tribute by ourselves, and then we had uh, our friend Tyson come in and join us. We had two keyboards, but it was essentially just gonna be Doug and I. And then long you know long story short, I asked Doug Chris and I was asking Doug if you would be interested in putting a Journey project together and. He said, "I got the band, so that's where the band all came from out of Nashville. So that, that's we've been together for quite some time now, like uh, I think going on three years." Wow! And, and I've always loved the music. I've been into Journey long before Steve, and then after Steve, you know, so Steve came along, I was I was really down with the band even more so to be able to sing the music and I just like all the music. It's fun to fun to. It's challenging, and it's uh, it's got it's great great repertoire, so. And yeah. we
3: should we should let people know you guys have a handful of dates coming up in October and November. I've got them up on the screen. Uh, you guys, can, anything you want to know about Joey and all of his projects, go to JoeyBelladonna.com. You can find these Beyond Frontiers dates on there. They have a handful of dates coming up. Are you guys planning to, you know, basically play through the fall and then take some time off for the the holidays and, and then ramp back up at, at the first of next year? or what? What's the next year looking like for you guys show wise?
1: Yeah, we're definitely looking ahead, uh, you know, to move forward. I mean, we we're not going to stop, and um, you know, it's just like anything else, you just take. As soon as the agents have and you know, whoever wants to uh, take us where we need to go, we're there. You know, we're we're definitely road road doggers. So we're we're into making making a living on the road, like I've always done. And everybody in the band really is busy playing and doing other projects and stuff. So. Everyone is very much into gigging, as it, as you call it.
2: Now, if Journey uh, reaches out to you and wants you to, you know, try out for the for the band, all that is on hold, then right?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I guess so. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be working on that theory too long. But uh, hey, you know, anything is possible these days. You know, I'm uh up for any challenge when it comes to to music that I like and uh, enjoy.
2: Absolutely. Do you like Arnell? I know you're yeah, a pop and more yeah. of a Perry fan, but.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm always, I'm, I'm into, I'm into Steve, you know, Steve's been my guy and I, I just love everything about what, how he's delivered the songs, his, his tone, his range, his the soul, uh, everything, the delivery. It's, it's just unbeatable, you know.
3: I'm going to assume that at some point of, over your life, you, you guys have met. Is that true?
1: Yeah, I actually, met him once. Actually, only once. He came. Uh, he was at. Uh, it was us, Judas Priest, and Rob Zombie. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, he was there and got to got to have a good chat with him in the dressing room and stuff. It was it was great. It was very un, un uh, believable that he was there at that particular show.
3: That's so, so cool.
2: Let's. You, you got a favorite Journey album?
1: You know, I I like a lot of records by them, but. Uh, Infinity has been the, one of the strongest ones you know, out the box because that's when Steve came along and was really on the map right there. But, I mean, Escape is amazing. Frontier. I mean, I love it. I really like all the albums. I really do, up to you know, up, up to Raised on Radio. And then as things changed, I, I got into a little bit of a, a rival. That, that's been a good record. I mean, I, cool. I listen to it, but I'm definitely a partial to Raised on Radio. Uh, infinity to raise that radio straight up you know cool cool,
2: well, cool.
3: Let, let's talk about another venture that that you have going on that and as a matter of fact I, I definitely want to put this in now this is Joey Belladonna's jukebox classic hits performed solo Joey Belladonna lead singer of anthrax and you actually have a performance coming up this Friday September 15th at six string grill and stage there in Foxborough Massachusetts now tell us, and, and you're available for hire for private events, weddings. How did you come up with this concept? How long have you been doing this? And and tell us about like some of your favorite events you've gotten to, to do this at.
1: Yeah, actually, we're, Chris and I will be flying to the Netherlands. We're uh, going in uh, December, doing wow. some stuff there. Uh, we did the MGM Grand for a corporate party at uh, in Springfield, Mass. That was good. I, I I've got so many songs that uh from so many bands and so many things that I've loved groups and songs that I've have deep cuts from albums that I've always loved so I've put together in the last 3 years and even as of today I was working on some newer stuff there's so many songs to pick up but uh it's just fun to be able to sing to these tracks and just do it all myself and uh I can do whatever and whenever I want to do it and uh, that's a blast because I'll do. I'll never reach a lot of these songs with anybody in particular and in, in probably in my lifetime because there's so many, so much vi- uh, diversity, right. you know, from Ambrosia to Eagles to Toto to Priest to Dio. I mean, I, I'm leaving out, I mean, you can. there's a whole list on there of what I do, you know, Genesis, yeah, REO, prop- Loverboy and Foreigner and Bad sure. Company. And I mean I, I just do a whole bunch of stuff and it's a blast. You
2: know? it's, it's probably a good way for you to always keep your voice in shape, you know, singing wise, keeping it warm while you're off the road and doing, you know, getting ready to go record the new album with anthrax and everything.
1: Yeah, I mean I I'm always I mean within those last two or three years, I mean, it was nonstop every night trying to put it all together, uh just singing all the harmonies and and tracking and recording all this stuff and it was time consuming and i'm still i'm always adding stuff mm-hmm. so i have to catch up with what i put down and yeah it is very it's good 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 uh work for me you know that's i like that i like the challenge i just i just did some do a couple of do tunes just a little while ago and eventually there'll be something new coming with uh beyond frontiers too we have something we uh, will be announcing soon uh, we're gonna be doing another uh tribute uh it's gonna be pretty pretty awesome
3: excellent That's so cool. Yeah, we'll be watching for that for sure and we know there's been a lot of rumblings in the news about anthrax being in the studio working on a new album i I think the latest news that we we saw was that maybe nine tracks are are uh, in the can or, or or close to completion, and it's getting ready to shift over to you. Uh, vocally would you say is it an accurate statement to say you'll be starting your vocals within the next month
0: i'm not
1: sure in the next month um it's really i i haven't really as of, even as of today we're still kind of putting some time frames together you know it's all all scheduling really for everyone to put together uh but in due time i'll i'll get there sure yeah. you know to get there i i just bang out what i got to do and and just go for go for the mountain you know get get the best stuff as i can do they know?
3: typically present you with lyrics or or do you get to contribute a lot lyrically to the content
1: oh well, scott scott's been really on i mean I, I i mean i love doing lyrics but i mean there's a lot of lyrics that scott he just loves to do it it's his thing he just he just digs into such these topics that he likes to go and get into, and we all kind of have our own little thoughts on the songs. Uh, But I I get in there, and I I really kind of, I dig into the whole thing a lot further. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I have to, you know, when you start singing on something, you really have to find the pockets of what you want to do, what kind of tone I want to throw on it, and how I want to go for a certain range for certain things, and how I approach it, you know, Mm -hmm. is very important. but I mean, there are lyrics, but at the end of the day, I have to go in there and and still sing as good and uh, catchy and appropriate as I can to make this stuff, you know, my thing, my style, you know, sure, and, yeah. anthem, you know sure. and make it, I don't know, obviously we're not, we're not the hit oriented type of thing, but I'm always going for something cool to catch you you know off guard and, and neat and different I have my own style so I just kind of do yes. my thing
2: well, kind of take us like through a, like a typical day in the studio when you're laying down your vocal tracks do you like are you more of a guy that gets in there early in the morning do you like to do yours at night kind of thing or or just whenever they they say come on let's do it and you're ready to go
1: actually uh, we were doing the same thing every day when uh, the last, last two records I did it was 12 o'clock noon we went in and Started hammering down, you know, throughout the whole day. Comes six, seven o'clock. You know, it might be time for a little bit of a brunch, lunch, <laughs> dinner-ish. And, you know, you just button up what I've done. And uh, before you know it, I got a whole tune mm. ready to present. By the time I come back next morning, if there's anything to be changed, um uh, that I would do it. If not, I'd just move on to the next song, you know? I mean, it really kind of just make it easy. It's pretty easy, you know? Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that singing these songs are, it's it's a breeze, but it's it's an easy process. You know, you get in there and you do what you do, you work hard at it, but you know, it's not like the old days. We used to just sit there and go there hours and hours and hours. And half time, to didn't remember what I did before I did the last take. You know, there were so many comps to do the next day. Mm. Before you know it, we were on a two, three days. And now I mean I kind of get everything done in a day. Uh unless something is just not working. Yeah. But for the part, it does. It it seems to come together pretty quickly. And uh you really can only get so much out of a tune, you know, unless you wanna start all over. Yeah. You know, which you don't. We 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 have a good idea where these songs are going musically, especially that stuff is buttoned up. I mean, we're not going to, I'm not going to take anything apart. Right.
2: Yeah. Now you were talking about some scheduling is, you know, the Pantera thing. Is that kind of holding up some, some, some of the things, or is it just uh, that was just kind of part of the process, um, all along?
1: No, I think Charlie's, he worked out all his scheduling. I mean, his, his drums are, are done for, for what I know and what he needs to do at the moment. So. It's not holding anybody back. Obviously, I haven't done anything, so I'm in
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: need you know, well, to worry about drums or anything. I mean, there's guitar, there's bass. So.
2: You know, I, I always felt like, especially this this last time, this last tenor that you've been in the band, and in the last this last time you've been in for now thirteen years, I almost feel like, you know, you have gained a lot more respect in the metal world you know, especially off those last two albums. I mean, your voice just sounds brilliant. Um, Whatever's going on, it sounds magical. The songs are cool. The songs are like almost like they're forming around your voice. Whereas before it was almost kind of like they were kind of, you know, kind of hit, you know, bouncing off each other a little bit. But now it seems to be blending. Do do you kind of feel like there's a little bit more, I don't know, more love in the room now? Well,
1: use the word love, I'm not sure about that particular word, but <laughs> I thank you very much. I, I enjoy your uh conception uh of this whole thing. I believe that the writing and the and my, my vocals I mean I feel I've gotten better, but at the same time I don't I don't do anything different and I don't think about it any differently. All I know is I I I have as much confidence and what I used to do is I do now. Um, the band obviously uh, maybe giving me a little bit more room to do some better vocals. Okay. I mean, the, uh, the pre productions probably a little bit more thorough, and I think that maybe a lot of the uh, uh, just just the overall view of what what we think we what we need. Maybe really coming together a lot better nowadays. It's really hard to say, but I I do th- think that vocally I I really feel confident on what I do, and obviously I'm sure I get overlooked a little bit about how how I come across because it's definitely a, it's I always say that our music is not the easiest listening sometimes, so it takes a little bit of time to get down with the music if you're not familiar with it. Say you're a newcomer you know yeah there's some arrangements there you got to get into it you know it's it's not the easy cookie cutter type of stuff you know
3: yeah well just so you know Joey back in 1988 when i was listening to stuff like def leppard and and tesla and things like that my skateboarding friend brought me state of euphoria and he said you've got to check this out and i fell in love with you guys and um i i want to here in a minute i want to go back in time with you and and revisit some memories of 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 the good old days but before we move on from that this will be a little long-winded but i promise it eventually leads to a question but um i just want to know like when you look at the the time of anthrax the the beginning stint when you were in it and then this final stint when you were in it you know the the levels of success achieved at the highest level have always included joey belladonna as a formula as, as a, you know, piece of that formula. You've been there during the the highest levels of success. I'm curious if you to the level of your satisfaction have had a chance to sit down with the guys and talk through things, you know, the, the dismissals, it speaks really high to your character that you've come back not once but twice. Are you satisfied with the talks that you guys have had? Are you, are you in a good place Mentally, psyche-wise, with with things, and, and just ready to move f- forward.
1: Well, I mean, God, I think when I, I've been back with them, maybe God, I lost track of how long I've back. I mean, a long time. So, it's always it's always a a, a situation where you always got to keep on what it takes to keep going. You know, whether it be your personal life, whether it be the band's live touring situations whether it be economics you know all kinds of things you really have to kind of keep eye on what you're doing so i mean i obviously if i wasn't uh if we weren't getting along or doing things and then i guess we wouldn't be on the road and sure like we have and been successful enough to keep keep rolling uh i i'm easy going a lot of time maybe just a little too easy sometimes so I, i i'm a team player i try try my best to keep keep going. Um, But I'm into the music more than anything. And just to being able to sing and give the fans something back, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I can't, I can't say I'm completely happy of not being there for the time wasn't there. I mean, it was to me, I mean, I know no one likes to hear it, but it's, it's just, Kind of stinks, you know. I'll leave it at that.
3: It does to I mean, I know there are debates out there. To me, there is no anthrax without Joey Belladonna. That's just that's my personal opinion. We all love John Bush. He's a great vocalist, sounds great with Armored Saint, but uh you're my guy when it comes to anthrax and, and I, I just really wanna give you props for I really think you kinda just put some stuff aside and came back Uh, you know for the fans I mean the fans wanted you there and you guys are sounding better than ever yeah I think the beautiful thing about what you have going on now you still have those amazing riffs that you guys had early on but now it's it's got the maturity level you know obviously you guys are older you've learned a lot through the years and and it translates through the music I think I think you're putting out your best music ever right now
2: and your vibrato is top-notch man (laughs)
1: yeah Oh. Yeah, I don't even think about vibrato. I just kind of sing, so uh, I definitely don't have the, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. trying to, do, to you know, to be vibrato-ish, as I say, but thank you. I, see, that's the thing. I don't know half that stuff. I just do what I do, and then you guys hear it in a way that I don't hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other music from other bands, and I get my own take from it. And I uh, um, thank you again, John, uh, for the, you, the, you know, I, I appreciate that Certainly. uh the music is uh it's definitely fine-tuned in a way where i mean it's there's more room to really for progress you know so i'm happy for that um it's yeah. just I, I don't really have any bad bad bloods of things and i don't i don't Good. disrespect anybody even john or anybody i mean they chose him to be in the band it's not not his fault and you know he wants right. to be in it Time, but, uh but sure. as yeah. far as I do, I mean, I just got to keep my eye focused on what I'm supposed to do and where I like to be, you know, musically and just vocally, you know, so that's really, really my main thing and being great live, you know, live is really a a, a passion and, and uh, uh, you just got to focus, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of your past tours, you know, live. I, I was actually, I was a young kid, I got into you, you guys, you know, if you're right off your, the EP, uh, Armed and Dangerous, uh, of course, spreading the disease, me and me and a bunch of friends, you know, wearing our hats up, you know, like like you do. <laughs> we thought you were the one of the coolest dudes, and, and we, we saw you with Metal Church out here in Tulsa at the Cabaret Theater, and you're out in the parking lot, and uh, me and a few kids, you know, walked up to you, and you're out there throwing a the Frisbee with Duke, uh, bass player for Metal Church, and uh, you were nice and tan. You had a shirt on, you had a, some little bitty shorts on, and and <laughs> we were like, you, you let us hang out with you and throw the frisbee a little bit with uh, you and Duke from Metal Church, which we love Metal Church too. And uh, we were like, Man, where'd you get that tan? And, you, and your first response was, I got it at Walmart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I said that. <laughs> You know, it's funny you mentioned that, because when I say metal church, all I could think of is, I mean, and many other stories, but the the Frisbee days of just being in the park a lot, throwing the Frisbee around. Where did that? That's just <laughs> what, a, what a time. Thank you for around, uh, being around for that and seeing that and being there, you know?
2: Yeah, there's Among the Living, and I had a great time, and it was fun. And um you know, I always wonder, like you know, w- with with guys who toured back in the day, where you guys were constantly on tour buses and 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 just going all over the place. And of course, you were on you know, on tour with Metallica, and I believe you were you uh, have a lot of memories of of uh, you know the death of Metallica's bass player during the I believe that was Master of Puppets tour. Was yeah. that the one that you were on?
1: Yeah, big tour, too. It was really, sadly, Cliff. sad. You know, that, uh, but, you know, it's definitely part of history and everything. But that was a good good starting tour for us as far as that type of European, you know, jump from where we were heading, you know. And, uh, and I guess just being hmm. happy that there was time spent there with Cliff, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's just a shame you know he was so so good and started to get to know him and catering you, know, you sit down and you start talking a little bit together and but we just never got got going enough to really yeah. Get that. yeah
2: now of course we know what happened to metallica you know they had to shut things down but you guys were you know up and coming yourselves what did you guys have to do as far as uh you know continuing on with your you know you were like just about to release among the living and what did you guys have to do after that in after that accident? what did you have to move on to another tour or
1: well, obviously that you know that night was pretty tragic, you know, and then everybody coming back at the hotel and you know I have to make arrangements for everyone to go home and you know I shut it all down and and at that point, it seems like a blur when we got back and i I can't even tell you what was our next step at that point. I know you have to kind of um whatever we had you know proceeding after that i'm sure we jumped into that unless there was some complications time wise but obviously if we we ended that early we had to be able to uh take the time to wait in between i'm sure we didn't rush something out the door but i i can't recall what we did exact exactly at that point i think it was i was kind of young and not really uh as far as the scheduling i don't Quite remember what we did, but I'm yeah. sure by it ending halfway through or wherever it was in the in the schedule that it, that it happened, I'm sure we had to wait wait things out a little bit and uh, see what we had next. I it will be interesting to Google up what we did after right, that. Right, right. <laughs> Google's your friend, to, uh, isn't it? Misquoted on that one, but good question, <laughs> really. Uh, but I'm sure we had to wait to resume what we had coming, you know, next. Yeah, you know?
3: we know that uh, Johnny Zazula and Eddie Trunk both were key figures in kind of helping you guys get your start talk about your relationship with Johnny Z and what he and Eddie as well what they meant to your band and, and, and how they really helped launch you guys out there
1: well Johnny first of all I mean I mean he really really lived that dream of being a manager and a, and a, a PR guy and uh, he was very hospitable to me. Uh, he saw something when I came in. I mean, they didn't know who I was. I just, you know, they asked about me, and I came in, and he was there, and he dug it. And, you know, Martian and his, and his wife, lovely wife, I mean, God bless them both. I mean, they did a lot for us. They were, I mean, as you know, there's a lot of hype a lot of media that goes with it, and they were there for all that, and they pushed and pushed for us, um, and that that I can't, you know, I can't thank them enough for that. And Eddie Chuck was the same way. He was working there. And as you know, he's, he dug w- what, as, when I came in, he dug what, what we were doing and vocals over the stuff. And and from there, I mean, he's he, been on board for forever. And, and I mean, look at how great he's, you know, taken his career. And it's just, he's got the mind of, of music in his head. He knows everything. And, sure. uh, he was just there for it too, and I, we, I'm gracious for them being friends, uh, still friends. You know, I mean, again, i John and Marsha are not here with us anymore, but that right. was a big part. I mean, again, when I, as long as I was with them up to ninety, it, it was such an awesome thing. But yet, I was so young to absorb everything so quickly and um, not to a, not to a, not appreciate it. But it was just there's a lot going on. I mean, it was so much. So I was trying to have fun, but at the same time trying to do my thing and get a, get in touch with whatever I was starting to do with these guys. And musically, it was definitely a different trend of style for me. I didn't even know what I was going to sound like over it. Never heard of that stuff in my life, you know, music that was going there. But definitely had a a, a good take on what they were doing. I It was definitely worth the shot, you know. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: You know, I've always been like when I try to explain Anthrax and in, in you guys, especially your older albums to people, you know, it it's almost like it's an inside joke. Uh, especially the early days. There's like a lot of things that you have to kinda understand. You don't know what's going on as far as like the the wording of like not and you know of course mosh and and the jams and you know you guys were wearing and you know you guys kind of had your own little fad you kind of like you did your own little thing and then and pet and people had to kind of try to figure it all out am i am i right with that has anyone ever
1: was like what's going on with you guys i don't we just everybody had their own shtick you know we were doing our thing that's all i know i mean a lot of it was new to me too it's like i was just Along for the ride, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody had their own little characteristics that we delivered to people. And that's that's kind of kept it fresh. I mean, we're still we still all have that that kind of flow going. It just might not be as rambunctious as as it seemed before. But you yeah, know, there's there's still plenty of that. Uh, I don't know. The, those wordings are just part about being young too. You know, and having our own little thing right that know. was
3: that was why i liked you guys was that humor element and and you know here you are playing this just heavier than than snot music and yet with this just kind of fun lighthearted attitude that that was what drew me to you all was it was just a good time now i know you know so among the living hits and it launches you guys in into a whole new level as far as the time period between Among the Living and State of Euphoria, we know that that album was released pretty quickly. Did do you ever look back at that time and feel like the writing of State of Euphoria was rushed? Was there pressure on you guys to crank another album out because you were at a, at this high level of success and the label was pushing on you guys real hard? Did, do you feel like that album was rushed, or or were you guys pleased with the end product?
1: You know, it's funny. I that that's that's come up in some conversations with us all, you know, we felt rushed or and then at times that i say, you know, that the album's been, been received so well. A lot of times we don't even realize what we did on there to consider it, that it was rushed. I mean, rushed. Sometimes it was just some of the material, they were kind of fighting through a lot of it. I mean, I remember going, singing, it's our sound man's loft and, and doing other different, different pre-productions and stuff. And You know what? It was kind of neat the way it went down. I guess that's the cool thing about it. It just turned out what it turned out to. I I didn't overthink it. I don't know what really was rushed and what wasn't rushed. I mean, at the time, you know, I was so, like, waiting for the next one and start singing on it. And, you know, you just get in there and do it, and that's what we did. And it's not like we didn't, like, push, push, push to get – uh, I don't know about time frame if we were kind of cornered as far as release time, but when I got in there, I mean, I didn't let up. I mean, I'm just speaking for myself. I mean, I did. And I, and I'm sure the band too. I mean, everything we recorded, there's no, there's no BS getting in there doing it. I mean, it's it's pound and grind, you know, and
3: right.
1: just I mean, and we always thinking what we're doing is uh, as good as we can get it, you know. Yeah, and that's the cool thing, and it's always sounds original. That's the cool. I think that album kind of just did its own thing. You know, there's some. I love it. all. Now it's dark, and finally, there's some cool tunes on there. Super. cool
2: you know, persistence of time is you know one of my favorites. You know, like you said, it's a dark album, Um, and you know, it's 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 kind of ironic on how you know this album is about time, and then it wasn't you know long after this um dan spitz you know is is like a, a watch guy and does clocks <laughs> and stuff you know <laughs> it's it's like you know i i loved his playing i thought his his solos fit you guys because it was kind of you know kind of just off the wall just like it's just like a lot of your um your style really and um have you spoken to that spoken to dan lately or do you, you know what's he got going on
1: i haven't i haven't at all um you know, you. I mean, Danny did a nice job on a lot of the stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. He had a tough task too. I mean, the the rips over those solos are moving like a like a mad dog. You know, that did it. You know, it's like he's got he's got to follow all that stuff. Right. So he, he he had some interesting solos, and they and they worked, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I I don't I don't have any rapport with him at this point. I mean, he moved on so so much. He's moved on doing whatever he's doing. So it's kind of like just one of those things that just kind of dissipated. Uh, yeah. John, Hey, does a great job. He fits right in, mm-hmm. he does really nice stuff. So, you know, it's, we're on to the next thing, you know, it's yeah. funny. You have a loudness shirt on Danny. He loved that band loudness. I mean, I enjoy that. Oh, them that's too. cool.
2: <laughs> I love Akira Takasaki. Yeah. Great crazy. guitar player. Well, really
1: are,
2: are you in the mood for some, uh, some chat questions? Um, we got some viewer viewer questions some people are watching so let's see what they got
3: okay so well uh, Terry Fleming says how did they ever talk you into doing married with children
1: I don't know about talking us into it. obviously the I don't know the backstory of getting in there I know there was some talk about doing some other show and then we ended up with married with children so I, I don't know the whole you know from day one who called who and when the answer came in for us to do it. It's just to be able to do something like that was really neat to be able to be on national television and, and having a great episode. I thought the episode was classic, man.
3: Yeah. That exposure never hurts. Does it? (laughs) Well, we've got yeah. another question in here from Ron Dankmeyer, and I was gonna ask you this as well, so I'm glad he brought this up. What do you do to keep your vocals strong? Your voice is still sounding so good.
1: Well, I just keep 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 working at it. Um I'm very uh focused on doing a good job. Uh you know, I don't I don't think about it too much. Um I just really, really focus on what I need to do. I don't do anything special. I really do. I don't even warm up. I mean I, I like I said, like within the last hour, I just cut a couple of Dio tunes and wow. I just bagged them out one you know, one take right now. Mm. Just without even thinking about it. And I just I don't know, I don't I don't dwell on it too much. I mean actually even with the journey thing, doing three three shows in a row, I felt great, you know. I mean mm. I thought you know might be a little bit of an uphill battle and it's been really quite quite easy for me and i i i feel good getting up every day and doing it you know you get some good rest is a good thing if i can get it if i can't i still can manage
3: sure here's one more i got
2: one uh, of oh yeah go for, ahead. for jay north he's been wanting to ask you a question okay. um he says hi i got a question for joey how did he like doing the Big Four concerts? He says he saw the one in movie theaters. He was he was the best singer of the bunch. You know, Big <laughs> wow. Four—that's a quite of accomplishment. You know, to be part of the uh, Big Four, you played uh, Yankee Stadium, did a lot of cool things with that tour.
1: Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. that. Was you know, I mean, obviously, I, I'll, I'll take I'll take the compliment. I don't know about being the most successful of the bunch, but. Uh, um, <laughs> You know what it's good uh diverse lineup I, I i dig that and i loved being on that i wish we'd have did more you know yeah. i mean it was a lot of fun there was really really excited people to see that concert you know i
2: i uh, definitely think that there should be another one as as well
3: absolutely let me get one more in here daniel dorn says when are you coming back to oswego syracuse area
1: I can see it out my window. That's about the closest I get to it. <laughs> it's like it's, I, could, I could see the lake pretty close, but I, I, you know, I haven't really had any reason to go back home for anything other than my brother once in a while or something like that. But you know, I let him be do his thing. So you yeah, know, I, I don't really, I don't know. I had, I had enough there. I guess there's really nothing there for me. Hmm.
3: Let's go a little bit different direction with you. We we got to uh, see Krista earlier. I've got some a, a nice picture of uh, you and her together here. And I wow. know that she and you are involved in some really great work. I'm wanting you to tell our, our viewers more about this. Tell us about you guys' involvement with War Horses for Vets. Let's start there. How did you get involved right, with that, that and good. what is that?
1: She could tell the story a lot better than I can. Oh,
3: hey, come on in.
1: Yeah, come on, oh, get in there. Person. she is. sit right, down, um, have a seat.
0: War Horses for Vets came to us through um, the VFW in Kansas City. We got in t- contact with them to help out some veterans. And he knew someone in Kansas City that had a program with horses, and I'm from Kansas City. So it really touched home. And what they do it's not just for veterans, it's for first responders, paramedics, police, anybody in that line of duty. And they also actually go to the specialized combat units and do things more specialized as well. But what is basically it teaches people the connection with the horse, with the animal. He starts off with actually introducing you to the horse, and then you ride bareback, which wow. anybody who rides horses knows how difficult that is. And yeah. a lot of the point of that is that It brings in your focus so that you are 100% focused on what you are doing with the horse because once you take your focus away within a second at the most, that horse can move out from underneath you. So it teaches you to bring in your focus and to be mindful of that. And you also start to get a connection with another animal. So there's a soul out there that you are not even verbally, but just your energy and ex- an energy exchange. So you have to be very conscious of what your energy is when you're working it's with the healing. animals.
1: It's a healing. So it's
0: very healing and they, they, he brings in also the top doctors from, he's from the sports teams in Kansas City will be working with those people as well. So if you have a, a physical problem, a medical problem, they bring in the top doctors for that as well. So it's a wonderful program, I believe five days, and you're on site, you have um, rooming on site, you're right there on the, not the campus, but the, the ground so that you get help at all times, 24 hours a day. And it's just a wonderful, Pretty huge, you know? it's, it's wow. amazing.
3: That's so fantastic. There's something so majestic and regal about a horse. I don't know what it is. This is so odd because before we came on the air, I was just perusing my Facebook feed and there was a video of, horses that they had taken to it, it looked like it was like maybe a nursing home type setting and the uh, the elderly folks were so touched by you know the horse would just kind of nuzzle up to them and it brought some of them to tears you know I, I think there's such a special connection uh between animals and people but horses in particular they just have that reverence and that's that's such a neat thing you guys are are a part of and again guys you can check out more information about war horses for vets on joey's website joybelladonna.com. I noticed you guys are also involved in Guitars for Vets. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: That's another wonderful organization. And what Guitars for Vets does is it starts out by taking each individual veteran who would like to do this. uh, They get a free guitar and once a week for 10 weeks, they get guitar lessons, solo guitar lessons online or possibly in your city, which we're working. There's in a lot of cities, we're working on more at the VAs, and so once you graduate the program, it's not really graduating. It's just after the ten weeks, and you want to move on, you will get a brand new free guitar, strings, everything that you wow. need, for the guitar, and you will be with a group at that point, so wow. that you Thank have. You town and it's really important. of It's it, it's a building once again a rapport with the veteran, showing them that that they are loved and that there is hope, and that there there is a community out there that wants to help them. So we actually got the VFW involved uh, two years ago, which is how we got into War Horses for Rents as well, wow. um, with um, the Commander-in-Chief in Sturgis, and I told them the about ta- Qatar's for butts, and they decided to back them. And so not only because the VA is only in 1,200, uh, there's 1,200 VAs across the nation which is a little bit limiting. And there's 6,000 VFWs. So I, so why don't we, can we come into the VFWs? Because there's so many more, no red tape and everything. So we're we're gonna go and work on that as well. So it's, you know, you don't have to be a great guitar player. You know, we may, you know, start bringing in some other instruments as well, because if you can't play guitar, because some people can't with physical disabilities, mental disabilities, but everybody
1: just hang out and talk with, and just make a night of it just like as if it was you know, when you go out and hang out with your buddies and I don't care if you play darts or just sit around the table and play cards or talk, just talk, talk crap all day. And I don't know, just make, make your life a little bit more enjoyable or something. Wow.
3: That's so cool. You guys, you know,
1: it's also
2: cool with, the, with both can't of you guys
1: that way. I just can't. This information is perfect, You know, That's why I have to for, you know?
2: go ahead oh uh you guys also are are involved you um recently did uh what a montana kind of a guided tour with uh jeff Tate uh, i know he does him and his uh his wife or his family or whatever they do like those guided tours now joey you you guys went out there and did one as well right with in montana
1: well chris chris uh talked with uh sue okay uh, jeff, wife and we we've been at at uh the helm to be a part of it too, you know, and it was a blast. We, we went horseback riding, we went campfire hanging out, we went fishing and wow. ghost. Town. we were on a school bus riding around and just meeting 20 people that had no clue really who I was half the time. And even if, if they did, they just didn't know much about me and they might have like say like Queenswright or Jeff or been on one of his before. It was just a lot of open ground for a lot of things. You had some good nights to eat out and house parties and God I mean, it was just a lot of
0: fun. It was just fun getting to meet people and spend that much time Oh yeah. Them.
1: Talk, talk, talk and talk, talk, talk. Right. Yeah. You know, really? around on the bus seat to seat. <laughs>
3: isn't it cool when when you're blessed with the the platform that that you guys have been blessed with and you can impact so many lives and here you guys are using your platform for good and positivity and we certainly commend you all for that absolutely yeah me
1: do yeah it's fun i know people like ah what's that it's like but you know what it it kind of gives everybody a little bit more depth into what you know what say we are or what the fans are and and what somebody would like to do other than just listen to music or even talk about music we do all kinds of stuff talk there's everybody had different stories to tell and different dilemmas and things that they had going on in their life and sure you know.
0: yeah it's just amazing to talk to people and hear their stories mm-hmm. and if you can bring somebody happiness or put a smile on their face i think that's really important and i think that we're both very honored in that we get to be able to do something
1: such as Not that. a couple uh, so far. They've been coming to the journey shows too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
3: wonderful. That that's is so wonderful. cool. We, we have some more comments for you guys. Leslie Allred says, God bless you guys for thinking of our vets. I would agree with that. Uh, Jay North says one more question for Joey. What did you think of Tulsa or the fans here when you've played here before? Or do you have any other memories of playing here in Tulsa? Hmm. Huh. Well,
0: the last one was the, um, well, wasn't it
3: the oh I can uh, Rocklahoma? Oh. That- oh yeah,
2: I was there front row. Oh yeah. Joe was even pointing at me. I know he was.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean a lot of those shows, you know what I like too, there was that, well, that what's that? That grounds out there where we played with Slipknot. Yeah, Rocklahoma?
3: Yeah, Rocklahoma prior Oklahoma. Oh,
1: th- this there is another grounds where it's kind of like open and they have like camps in the back and it's I- like the I don't know. It's all uh, wide open.
3: You don't think that's Rock, Oklahoma? You think that's a different festival?
1: Yeah, something different. Something huh. different. It's a cool place in Oklahoma.
3: Wow, you've got me curious. Now I'm going to have to look that yeah,
1: up. Yeah, I have to look at them. I have to look up the venue. That was, that was really really hot there, but it's, it's a cool vibe.
3: Oh, what's what, what's the police department
0: that that
1: Oh, yeah, they brought they brought those quilts. I still have
0: them. Oh, they were awesome. Wow. wow.
3: Huh. Is that, was it Tulsa? Was it? Well, that's the
1: thing. I'm, I'm, I'm bad yeah, we'll
3: at. have to do research because <laughs> now, now you've got us wondering. That's, that's, but I, you know, those are great shows
1: there, but I, every time we go there, it seems really nice and warm. Yeah. Warm when we're there. You there. know,
2: you with Anthrax, you have sold, uh, eight million, eight million records. And that isn't, that's a feat, man. Eight million records,
1: eight, ten, whatever it is. I don't know. It sounds good though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's amazing and i don't know how many how many uh was it grammy awards that you've been
1: nominated six six six
3: grammys three on the hey. front side three on the back side that's right man right. Well,
1: then, i'll take i'll take it whatever that is i mean now i don't i don't know if we'll ever get back to that that thing i mean at the same time it's all right i'm into that you know i love i love all that stuff i mean it's 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 a nice perk it you know? is
2: it really is I mean, and as well as your your solo records, I love your solo records. I think they sound cool. All
1: those demos, you know, those, all those is demos except for the only one on the Mausoleum. Everyone else is just stuff that shouldn't even have come out. They're they're unfinished. Just yeah, in my house, like artifacts and stuff. That was just song a day, eight track cassettes. I mean. You know, I just—they came out as records, but they really weren't. I should have always put demos down. I just never did. I just threw stuff out for people to hear because, you know, half the time nobody could, would release anything. So he said, "You know what? Let's just put them out." But yeah, I enjoy the jamming. We, we did some cool jamming out of it. But again, a lot of the stuff was really—I mean, talk about rushed and not ready to go anywhere with it. But we did.
2: Do you think you would ever have plans to put out a, a serious, a serious solo record?
1: Uh. You know, what, you find the right people. I mean, I've got a lot of material sitting around, but at the same time, no one. It's just it takes takes time it takes time to get the right the right people that want to write anything. So, sure, you know, of course. I mean, I'm always into making music. I mean, that's what I like to do. I mean, it's easy enough to do tributes and covers and stuff like that. And uh, you know, as difficult it may be at the same time, but I I I would love to be able to try something. I mean, offset of what I do with anthrax, you know, I would yeah. be great. I mean, there is people that want, I've talked with quite a few people. It's just a matter of really lining up time. Time is always, seems like everybody's spreading themselves out so much that time sometimes doesn't allow us to,
3: sure. to,
1: to that point. But
3: do you get to perform the national anthem quite a bit? Cause man, your performances of that are stellar. What
1: was the question about the anthem? Oh,
3: if it just if you get to perform that live at events quite a bit uh, because your performance is really stellar, I was just wondering if you get to do that quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I got two coming up this year in fact nice. I got well, I got actually. I'm going to Denver for Kansas City in Denver Wow and, uh October 29th. and then December 18th I'll be in Buffalo against Dallas. I'm doing two anthems this year. Myself, yeah, I love I mean, uh, football is really a great passion of both Chris and I, and we love love going to the games, interacting with the people, the fans, and, of course, the players and coaches, refs, all, everything, man. I mean, it's just amazing. I love it.
3: Who's your favorite team? What's that? Who's your favorite team? I'm
1: a Minnesota Viking fan.
3: Oh, Kirk Cousins. Nice.
2: You're also a goalie in hockey, right? What's that? You're also a goalie in hockey
1: in hockey i know man uh I'm high school is freshman through uh senior you know i did all four years and i actually went out to st lawrence uh hockey school i did that for a couple of weeks you know was it's a lot of canadian uh players and stuff teaching us and stuff uh it just was one of those things that i didn't want to take on further i would have liked to try it but at the same time music was a little too strong in my mind you know to <laughs> carry out so certainly
2: Uh, being a goalie you didn't have to take as big of hits right
1: (laughs) well you take hits yeah (laughs) around big time you can't
3: you can't
2: uh, get away from it right
1: (laughs) no you're in the middle of all that there's so much going on in the middle I mean you're constantly kind of just moving people out of the way when the puck comes in you have to be ready to find it I mean it's really hard to find sometimes and and it's it's so quick and yeah I mean when you get you get banged around you have to be you have to get up I mean it's a lot it really was a lot of, a lot of fun uh, I enjoyed every bit of it I was ready to get in the, in the middle of all of it super cool alright
2: I have a question for you and, then, and I mean everyone knows well at least if you're an Anthrax fan everyone knows that Joey's also a drummer do you, <laughs> still, do you still practice and, and jam on the drums at the house or, or have you put that to the side
1: well, uh, I'd say Chris has played the drums more than I have lately. <laughs> <laughs> noise, and like, oh, it's Chris down there banging away. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> no, I, I, I love drumming. I, I haven't played in a while only because I've been just so busy doing vocals and fronting uh, the bands that I've been in. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun to play drums and sing at the same time. But it's, it's, a, lot, it's a lot more to take on. Um, I'm, I'm decent I'm not I'm not a over amazing drummer but I actually I, when I'm in the right situation I fit right in I do my thing and I enjoy it mm.
3: super cool
2: you're a New York guy yesterday was 9-11 that had to be uh, something very impactful uh, mm-hmm. in, on, in your life um, as a New Yorker as an American do you remember that day where you were what, what was going on
1: I definitely was at uh, at our horse, our, our friend's horse barn that day, and I remember he had a little TV, I mean a tiny little TV. Uh, I remember they had it on, and I was like, oh, my God. The day seemed like it just stopped. Going home, you know, everybody just didn't know what was going to happen, where we were at, I mean, what, what, what was going on. Yeah, it was just an awful day. And, you know, regardless if I'm a New Yorker or not, I think everybody felt that. All around the world, and, and took note that there was no joke, you know. Uh, but I'm glad that they celebrated each year because there's a lot of people that are missed, yeah, had that tragic ending in their lives, you know. And New York took on a big hit there too in the city, you know. Yeah. It,
3: well, Joey, know? we we just want to commend you and thank you for the good work that you're doing out there. Thank you for your patriotism and your commitment to our vets. Thank you for the music that you've been putting out all these years that's given so many of us so much joy. Guys, we want to remind you again, make sure you check out Beyond Frontiers, Joey's Jukebox, and of course, all things Anthrax. You can find out all the information you need at joeybelladonna.com. Joey, we can't thank you and Krista enough for your time tonight. Thank you so much for giving us an hour, and we truly appreciate you guys and wish you all the best. Thanks for being with us tonight on Tulsa Music Stream.
1: Thank you guys, and uh, thanks for the opportunity. And you did a nice job. I enjoyed it. You guys, are you uh, are you in your home right now?
3: Absolutely. Well, we try not to tell people that, but yeah, yes, this is a studio. Yes. Oh,
1: well, you don't have to tell me anything. It just looks like you got a nice little man cave going on over there that like
3: <laughs> it, It's a, yes, it is a spare bedroom. This is uh, this is a uh, what do you call it? Budget friendly operation. That's right. But we have and a good time. Also, we
1: can do this still. I mean, Zoom is still. I got to do some more Zoom stuff, like maybe some entertainment. I need an entertainment channel where I can just come out and sing for a little while or, or like, you know, just do this, you know, just talk. Listen,
3: there is an audience for it, and I'm telling you, do it right now. You've already got the nice trees behind you, you've got the perfect background.
1: My 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 plan. I you don't even see half of them. I I got so much going on behind me.
3: Yeah, it's it looks good to me. we we need to have you help us with our decorating over here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are wonderful people. Thank you for all you do. Stay in touch with us so we can keep supporting yeah. you guys and all your efforts. Have a great yeah. night, guys. Thank I pr- you. I
2: appreciate you letting me okay. throw the frisbee around. Okay,
1: hope we'll see you see you down the road.
3: Sounds great. Right. Take care, guys.
1: Bye guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Good night. Bye bye. Very
2: cool.
3: Wonderful people, wow.
2: You know, I remember, I remember putting in Spraying the Disease and hearing that song AIR and just thought, wow. You know, and I wasn't much of a skater guy, but you know, it was different, but it was still melodic. And that's what I liked about it is that yeah. uh, you know his voice was melodic and and cool had the song Medusa
3: yeah amazing um, you know amazing
2: great album I just love that album and of course Among the Living you know everything Among the Living was was you know what a lot of people would view as master master of puppets for Metallica Among the Living was that for me yeah. for a long time you know yeah um, Indians and and uh, just a great album, you know. NFL, just all that stuff.
3: You know, I I feel like I'm going to use lose my metal card by telling people this, but I honestly, Anthrax was the only one of the big four that I was into. I was never really a big Metallica fan, never a big Slayer fan, never never a huge Megadeth fan. But you you pop Anthrax in that CD player back in the day, man, life was good. I had I had their videos. I just loved them, and I loved Joey. And oh my gosh, man, we are just hitting gold talking to all of these wonderful people. What great hearts they have, and yeah. all the good stuff they do.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I, I loved all of them. Um, you know, Metallica was 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 big, but I, I was like you. I, I liked Anthrax better. I did is, too. I just liked them personally they were better. Melodic, you know, because cause I was an '80s guy, '80s hair metal, and it yeah. just it, it seemed to you know i loved metallic and i loved megadeth and of course there was a, a time that i was really into south of south, uh, south of heaven and, and mm. uh rain and blood and all that stuff from slayer and loved them and but you know the guitar solos and stuff for me and and joeys voice and anthrax yeah. I, that was just my that was my thing and and uh, state of euphoria you know a lot of people didn't you know they didn't do that great or something there yeah. was a lot of uh, i loved it critics you know yeah. but i love that album i love persistence of time me too. um all good stuff and and I, I like john bush era too uh but i'm like you and, and you said it perfectly you know anthrax to me is joey belladonna it and, is
3: um, and that you know that's a debate that rages but um i'm gonna stick to my guns on that one i just uh like i said joey was there at the front three grammy nominations joey's there at the back three grammy nominations i'm not trying to say grammy's dictate your career success level but you know hey i mean it's a good good uh, sign that you're on the right track so no.
2: and for all for all kings 2017 oh, his yeah. vocals are great on that and um you know uh, worship music that was a uh, 2011 brilliant records and i hope this new one the third one this i say third but third of the last three um <laughs> uh, is going to be along the lines of those two albums i
3: think it will yeah I, I don't know if you read um scott had said that they i think he was either writing or Who? did write scott ian oh, said okay. that they they wrote or he was trying to write the fastest song they've ever written hmm. so i can't wait to hear it i think it's going to be amazing yeah so be watching for that
2: man let's get the chat going yeah in yeah a few yeah minutes let here me, let me pull some... that
3: up here we
2: appreciate you guys and as always make sure you uh subscribe to our youtube channel we're close to 700 we want to get to a thousand and that would be fantastic um so we appreciate you guys and um for all everything look oh look we even got some stuff going on here in the chat room and uh on youtube as well we got uh rob benjamin music says i'm so i'm so bad i should be in detention <laughs>
3: i'm, the, I'm man. the man yeah <laughs> good stuff man yeah, uh, Joey's Journey Band is awesome. Yes, it is. I, seriously, if you guys haven't heard Beyond Frontiers, get on YouTube and look at some of their videos. And if you're in you know, the area or are willing to travel a little bit, go check out one of their dates coming up. Um, yeah, Benjamin Cutler says, I liked Anthrax. They were better in some ways than Metallica. That was how I felt too. I just, I liked their writing and their just their approach to songs and the riffs it was just more up my alley to each their own doesn't mean something's better it just means you prefer it
2: they brought they all four brought something different to the table i mean magadeth if you you really want to think about you know guitar techniques and and the soloing my goodness i Mm -hmm. mean marty friedman and 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 dave brilliant
3: yeah (laughs) ridiculous guitars guitars,
2: you know this brilliant
3: I liked what he said about Dan Spitz's playing. It, he said it was interesting, and I think that's a perfect way to describe yeah. his solos. They, they fit. They just fit what was going on with the riffs underneath them. I could go on and on all day about my love for Anthrax, so that, that was a special interview. I'm really glad we got that one. Let's uh, real quick give a shout-out to our sponsors, and we appreciate each and every one of you who have watched tonight. Thank you, Psychomo Filmworks, for a great intro. If you all need any video work done, he is your guy. He just helped me cut another uh, intro video for a totally different venture. I'm getting ready to start. Psychomo Filmworks, email psychomo at gmail.com for your video needs. Look what DEB Concerts has going on Friday, October 13th at the Graffiti. What is, is this, I need to learn more about graffiti. This must be a club downtown at 111 South Detroit Avenue. John Karabi going to be there hosted by Eddie trunk doors at seven show at nine tickets are $20 age 21 and up go to stubwire.com if you want to pick up some John Karabi tickets I bet he'd tell you a story or two that night should be interesting so go check it out do you have IT needs is your computer not working right do you need anything computer related if so Dustin Little is your guy Okie PC call 918-640-0892 or email Dustin at okiepc.com thank you Greg and Jennifer Shipman for these great pictures that you've taken of us if you need branding done right they are your people you need to go to ShipmanPhotos.com schedule a photo session with them and they will make you look purty identity merch do you need screen printing done contact Todd Cook at Identity, identity merch for all your screen printing needs Go pick up a Tulsa Music Stream shirt or hoodie by visiting our Facebook page and clicking our website link at the top left. We'd really appreciate your support. Like Scott told you guys at the start of the show, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. We're approaching 700. Our drive is to get to 1,000 and you can make that happen. You can always catch us live or on replay on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch as well. If audio is your thing, go to Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more, and you can hear audio versions of this show. At this point, guys, we still, still do not have a firm date for Tim Ripper Owens, but we are working on it, so we're just going to leave that hanging out there as a placeholder. Be watching for a new date coming soon. Yep. That was a mouthful.
2: Yeah, we're going to get um reach out and try to get um maybe uh uh Dave Ellison.
3: Yeah, we uh, talked about that last time.
2: So, um hopefully he, he might be coming up and we'll definitely I'll reach back out for him yeah. uh, uh for um uh Ripper. Yeah. And Thank you guys so much uh, yeah. for for the for the chat room for all the chats for all the for all the shares on Facebook and and all the subscriptions hit like on all we have so many past interviews and so many cool stuff that we've done um, in the last couple of years just check it out they're on YouTube they're on Facebook we'd love to have you on all of our platforms and if you're driving uh, to work or coming home from work you can always put us on spotify if you have a long drive to something we're always there and we appreciate you guys you guys are the best and and you know we can't do this without you and we appreciate any any help you know we, on youtube you can give us super thanks super chats uh super stickers and of course on facebook we have um what are those things? They uh, are called stars. Stars. Yes. Yeah. It always helps us with uh, our research. Our, you know, the time that we put in. You know, there's sometimes on a weekend when everyone else is out having fun, we're gathering information and um, for for an interview or having to go buy something. Um, <laughs> software. Uh, got a new little TV uh, here, so we can yeah. look directly this way instead of over there. So it's always something and we're having fun and we hope you guys are having fun as well. So we really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank
3: you. Yep. Yep. We really do. Like Scott said, thank you for all your support and we'll be back at some point. Just watch the Tulsa music stream page for our next show announcement. You guys have a fantastic week. Thanks again. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care.